0: It's our favorite show, our guilty pleasure, 90 Day Fiance on TLC, seven Americans about to travel overseas to meet people they've been communicating with online, have not met in person yet. What will happen? But before we jump in to last night's two-hour episode, hi, Jay.
1: Hey, Megan. How
0: was your weekend?
1: <laughs> Pretty good, Fan Fest was a lot of fun.
0: Band fest is in Charlotte North Carolina it's where the Carolina Panthers come out and they throw this like kickoff celebration because football seasons right around the corner yep
1: they have an open practice and they do fireworks on a laser light show and it was a lot of fun
0: and your daughter loved it she, she had a good time
1: loves it every year and this was no different yes
0: okay good um I did get my back patio situation resolved
1: thank goodness
0: the owner of the company was so nice he was so apologetic and he uh, he came Friday and he cleaned everything up and left my patio spotless and after Afterwards, I really had to like evaluate, you know, how I responded to it because I know I did overreact. I know I got overly worked up over something that was not the end of the world but you know it was just it was a frustrating situation and i really had to take a step back take a breather and remember in the grand scheme of things it's not the end of the world it's gonna be okay
1: the question is did you throw in a do you know who i am i did not okay i
0: would never play that card oh well i take that back i don't know i would never play that card but if you're listening to this podcast jay and i both work in radio we're co-workers we work at the same radio station jay is part of the morning show and i come on after jay and we recently realized that we share a common obsession with one specific TV series. It's not just one show now. It's a series of yeah, shows. Yeah, it's a
1: whole ecosystem.
0: That's exactly what it is. We are 90 Day Fiance fanatics. And uh, last night was episode one of the new season of 90 Day Fiance Before the 90 Days. Now, we had seen the first hour of it because they had put it on demand early right well last night it was a two-hour episode so there was more content oh my god there was more for us to devour and i told you i was a little bit distracted last night i was on the phone with my best friend who lives in portland and we somehow or another, we got on one of those like two hour conversations. So I had it on and I was like half paying attention. Mm -hmm. So you're gonna have to kind of walk me through some of what I missed last night when it comes to some of our favorite couples. Now I did see our Darcy and Tom, who I can already tell based on the reaction I'm seeing online are going to be a popular couple because there's a lot with her and how emotional she gets. (sighs) I'm actually like regressing back there. It's very emotional. What the torment I had gone through. Very bad. And I am strong. I'm not gonna let any man take me down. And how she she just cries a lot, she doesn't
1: is, she? She's very emotional and she's somewhat in denial about just everything. Like she's still really I feel like she's really attached to Jesse still.
0: I gave my heart to him and he just took advantage of it. And Tom
1: He was there for me. It still weighs on her deeply She
0: hasn't quite reconciled it and put it away
1: she brings them up a lot she brings them up to tom and even tom said in the episode like hey maybe we should uh, not talk about your ex so much cause...
0: darcy is 44 she's from connecticut tom is 39 he lives in the uk she is getting ready to travel to the uk to meet him for the first time even though they've known each other via social media for a few years now i i do find it weird that he's not going to pick her up at the airport when you pick me up at the airport what's it going to be like Are you, can i jump in your arms are you gonna like you know give me a big kiss i'm going to send you a driver to come and pick you up and bring you to where i am because not that i don't want to come pick you up realistically after a fight to the uk having not brushed your teeth i think it would be preferable to give yeah. the time you need to deal with whatever you need to deal with I don't know, maybe it's just me, but you can pack a travel toothbrush and jump in the bathroom and brush your teeth before you leave the airport. I mean, I I thought that was kind of weird. Now, I did go on an Instagram account because that's the level of my stalker ishness is that I try to see if there have been any current updates if they've posted anything you know because the show was filmed a few months ago to try to find out if they're still together but she's she's pretty cryptic um she hasn't given anything away there are a lot of pictures lots of selfies Mm -hmm. all very airbrushed all from the same angle and they do
1: show a lot of those um Instagram photos like in the show they show like her Instagram feed and like all her pictures are very yeah they're Mm -hmm. very filtered they're very Mm -hmm. airbrushed so what do we think
0: what do we think with Darcy though is she going to be able to be in a successful relationship when it appears that she just has a lot of inner stuff she needs to work on she
1: does and another kind of interesting thing that i kind of gleaned from last night's episode is that she's also slightly jealous of stacy her sister she brings up the fact that stacy's engaged and that she met a guy and uh, uh, i can't remember where it was right now But please
0: tell me it's not another country no I'm it
1: wondering. is definitely yeah no definitely it's Oh, Armenia. He's Armenian. Oh, my gosh. And that they met online or whatever. She went to Armenia to go meet with them, and they got engaged like three weeks later, and now she's kind of jealous. They've been engaged for like three years now, but she's like, well, so why not So right
0: around the that? time that Darcy and Jesse were probably doing their thing, Stacey was also in a long-distance online relationship with a guy from Armenia, and that was successful. Right. And Darcy's like...
1: Well, I want that, too, because they're mm-hmm. twins, you know, and they do a lot of stuff together. They live together now, so...
0: I mean, I'm already engaged with Florian, but I've been to Albania five times. Stacy's been engaged for three years to a guy named Florian. He's 27 and lives in Albania. Stacy and I always tend to go for the foreign guys. They also met online on Instagram, but I have never met Florian. I'm happy for her, but I wish she would see that it's my turn for love. What is this family's obsession with people from other countries? Though? That's my question. Know. Have they just gone through everyone in their little <laughs> Connecticut town and there is nobody left to date? Therefore, their only option is to look abroad.
1: That is possible. And I guess, you know, they uh, started with the A's, Armenia and Amsterdam and now,
0: now they've moved on to England. So yeah. they've already blown through like <laughs> Denmark and
1: Croatia, <laughs> Croatia. Canada. Uh,
0: moving on to Benjamin and in- Nikini. we did get to see a little bit more from them an hour two of the episode last night. Very little uh,
1: though. They haven't really highlighted them at all.
0: Not at all. But again, I think it's going to be one of those couples where their storyline either completely falls apart and there's just not much to go on with right. them or um, they're saving it. And we're going to get to this because you look at this guy and you're like, what? what is he going to do in Kenya? Yeah.
1: He's, uh, he's divorced, right? He's uh, mid-30s. Mm-hmm. He's just kind of... He's never left. The, he's never like taken any kind of trip outside the country before. Yeah, I don't even think he's really ever left his hometown or something. So he's uh...
0: he's in for quite the culture shock, I think.
1: Yeah, that's, that's a shock. way
0: to put it, right? Uh, Avery and Omar. She's nineteen from Ohio. He is twenty-four. Lives in Syria. Oh
1: my gosh! And it's starting to get good. Does he have a job?
0: He does. He is um, right now a general dentist. He's about to be an oral surgeon, but he has a few more years left of college. I think two. So so how's that going to work for you? What do you mean? Like, are you planning to get married and stay over there? I'm planning on moving. To Lebanon? No. To? To Syria? Oh, wow. I was thinking about this the other night. I was like, you know, you have millions of Syrian refugees now trying to get out of the country. Right. And Avery's like... Here let's I get come! In come on, let's, let's get in let's there. Get into it. So we do finally see her mom break down a little bit because the mom is, I think, genuinely scared. Right, and that maybe that was in a preview of what's to come once Avery gets to Lebanon because they're not going to meet in Syria; they're going to meet in Lebanon, and her mom's going to go with her. And uh and you do see mom really start to express some of that maternal fear of and like I- this is not where i want my daughter right and i feel like
1: genuine is a perfect word for it because you can tell the mom also it's like it's my daughter and you know i don't want to necessarily hold her back and she isn't pushing back to the point of like no i'm not going to go with you to syria no you can't go she's very much Trying to be supportive, but at the same time, like, uh, uh. (laughs) ah.
0: And it also kind of seems like Avery is the type of teenager who's very headstrong. And she's going one way or the other, even if she has to, like, run away in the middle of the night. So mom might as well get on board. Otherwise, she'll have no idea if Avery's okay or not. So I think she kind of feels like this isn't my first choice, but I have to support her. So at least I can keep in touch with her and know she's, you know, okay, can check in uh rebecca and zied i feel like a little schoolgirl. everything about him is perfect (laughs) oh my god i love you so much
1: i love you more i am for you all my life for you you are all mine i love you so much really me too i want to kiss you baby
0: he's amazing that's why i love him sorry I can tell he means it. Another couple that I just find I'm kind of obsessed with, like, everything from him wearing the shirt with her picture on it, her over filtered picture to that super weird video he just sent her. That's the audio you were hearing and it sounds so creepy when you just listen to it. And I really think that one of the reasons I'm so fascinated by this couple in particular was because I have actually been through something similar to this. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever shared this with you, Jay. Do you know any about this? I, don't, I know you've spent some time in Europe. Yeah, so last year I was traveling with two of my friends We were in Amsterdam. We were on our way to Bruges in Belgium, and Mm -hmm. we had to stop in Brussels. And we decided to spend the night and just hang out there for a little while. And we went to a bar called Delirium. And Delirium Cafe um, holds the world record for the most number of beer that you can order. There's like over 2,000 different beers you can order there. So that's kind of what it's known for. And it's a very touristy bar. And I was there with my two friends. And this guy walked up behind me, and he bought me a drink. And we started like... Like chit-chatting and his English wasn't great um, but he knew some words like like if I asked him where are you from and what's your Mm -hmm. name and how you know how old are you and that kind of stuff he knew so we wound up connecting on Facebook and my friends and I we left and we went to Bruges and then we went back to Amsterdam we flew home and it was a great trip we had a lot of fun he and I continued to communicate on Facebook and last year, there was a lot of stuff that happened with my job and it worked out where I had a lot of time off
1: mm-hmm. and I
0: didn't have like, so my company restructured and they didn't release me from my contract. So I was still getting paid, but I didn't have a job. So I had like four or five months where I didn't have anything paid. to do and I was getting paid. Wow. So I decided he and I had this connection. Was it real? What Had I just had a couple too many beers that day? Like it was so short lived, but it's like when you feel, when you feel that spark, you, you want to know, was it real? Was it not? So I wound up going back to Europe. I went four times last year. Wow. Yep. And um and there was a point where we started to have that conversation of like, how do we make this work in the real world? Like, it's not realistic for me to come here every two, three months. I can't afford that. Right. So when I watch this show, there are a lot of things that I can kind of identify with and kind of relate to because I've kind of been through it, even though I didn't do the 90 day, the K1 spousal visa and all that kind of stuff. But I understand how easy it is to get wrapped up in and the allure of like having this exciting international romance and it there is something about it that is very non-traditional and in a way it it feels exotic and unique and it's fun it's easy to get wrapped up in so that part of it i do get
1: very intoxicating
0: very intoxicating it was it was like a drug you know and and you just crave that feeling that that being in a foreign country with someone and And we went to, he and I went to Paris together and we had an amazing time together, but we couldn't figure out how to bring it into the real world and make it work in our everyday lives. Um, So anyways, I don't know why I just told you that story, except... I feel like when I watch the show and I see these people uproot their entire lives and sell all of their possessions and decide that they have met the love of their life who lives, you know, in a country like Tunisia. I mean, I was going to Brussels. That's where the guy I met, that's where he was living. But but going to a, a Muslim country where the customs are so much different, even if he's pretty liberal and pretty progressive it is 2019, I just I see again like she has no idea what she's getting herself into and her situation could be totally different than mine they could live happily ever after but I just feel like I tried to do my due diligence and actually spend time and money and making trips back and forth and trying to figure out do is there something real here is there something we can parlay into a real relationship and then to see someone who's never even met a person about to move overseas and hope for a proposal it seems so extreme to me and I get it because I've kind have been through it, mm. and I now we do find out that she's not actually divorced; she, she is still married. She
1: had not filed the papers yet. In
0: four days, I'm traveling to Tunisia to meet my boyfriend Ziad for the first time. I can't wait to finally meet him, but there is a big secret that I'm keeping from him. So, as of right now, I'm not technically divorced from uh, my ex. So I just, I think I put it off emotionally. I just kept putting it off. It, it just, it didn't end well. The whole relationship didn't go well. So he finally signed the papers, but Zied, he thinks I've already filed.
1: But she has not actually filed him. She files him about, I think it's a couple of days before she before actually she's going to go
0: meet him in Tunisia. In
1: Tunisia, so she's a little worried that he's going to be upset because, and you know, uh, the Muslim religion—it's a big no-no. Yeah, big
0: no-no, forbidden. Right. Not just a no-no. Right. It's like one of the <laughs> the things you absolutely do not do. Right. But it it. it it does seem like it's going to be a big issue for him. There is a scene where you can hear him saying like you're not a good woman and but
1: at the same time she also says that he's not like your typical muslim man and that you know he does some things I won't you with me only you
0: understand I don't think Zied would like to realize he just had sex with a married woman. Well, case in point, I mean, obviously they have premarital sex, which is another thing that's a big no-no in the Muslim religion. Okay, up next, um, we've got Tim and Jennifer. Tim is from Charlotte. He's 38. Jennifer's 25. She lives in Columbia. Both relatively attractive People it doesn't it seems normal enough except for the fact that they started talking online. They have not met in real life, and what we saw in last night's episode was Tim still in a very I'm going to say inappropriate relationship with his ex. I am all for keeping it on good terms.
1: I'm all I'm. Actually, not all for it, but whatever. I mean, personally, like I feel like when you break up, you break up. And well,
0: but but if you have if you have kids, true. I feel like, or you have some sort of of reason to still be in communication, you might as well be on at least cordial terms. Right. But, but there's a line, and to me, Tim and his ex are so wildly inappropriate.
1: And they're even crossing the friendship line. Like I, you know, obviously I'm married, and I had a best friend prior to being married
0: a female best friend a guy
1: it was a guy oh. and i mean and we're still best friends but guess what we don't hang out as much we don't talk as much you know because i have other priorities now and other things i have to kind of handle in both just my regular life and my relationship with my wife and i feel like tim is just breaking all the rules all of them where he's like hey i'm gonna hang out and me and my ex are gonna take selfies and she's gonna be wearing some pretty revealing she's clothing sitting on my lap she's sitting on my lap and i'm gonna send it to my and new... then he
0: sends the picture <laughs> to the girl in columbia like first of all it never should have Happened. She shouldn't have been sitting on his lap. They shouldn't have been at this party together. She shouldn't have thrown the party for him. That's where it gets way too over the line.
1: And that's all the stuff that his uh, current girlfriend was telling him like, hey, you shouldn't be at this party. Yeah. So, baby, let me tell you um Veronica's going to throw me a Felware party tomorrow. What?
0: Why? Well, it wasn't my idea or anything. I mean, I was just invited. So, of course, I wanted to say yes because it's a sweet gesture. You know I don't like this I haven't told
1: Jennifer about how close I am with Veronica it's not that I don't want to tell her but it's just that I don't want to get into a fight with her about something that there's nothing to fight about and for whatever reason he let his ex talk him into doing it it feels like she's kind of sabotaging
0: she is a little bit doesn't that's it feel like she has a little bit of a of a hidden agenda or at least is trying to mark her territory and let this new girl know just so you know I'm here and I'm right. not going anywhere
1: that's exactly and that's Pretty similar to the words that she said, like, hey, we're going to be in your life and we're going to be here. She needs to know this is the situation. Mm.
0: Angela and Michael did now. Okay, so this is why I didn't see them much, because, like I said, I was I was a little bit distracted when I was watching the episode. Did we find out anything new about them or is it kind of just still the same? She doesn't trust him.
1: She doesn't trust him because uh, he's on Instagram a lot.
0: Follows a bunch of women on Instagram.
1: And then there was a situation at a club where some inappropriate stuff happened, much like the Ashley and Jay situation in the bathroom of the uh, barbershop. Oh. Basically the same thing happened at a club.
0: Wait, so this... When Angela and Michael Were on the show Originally mm-hmm. There was the story About how he gave A girl a ride home In his car And she Gave him a BJ Right And so this is A completely separate Incident
1: It might be Still related to that Incident But then afterwards um, He ended up You know they did The little reunion show mm-hmm. And he called her His elder He said he looks at her As his elder Right
0: and she got Upset she by got that She got
1: upset She's 53 She's a little sensitive He's 29 Right And so she feels like That coupled with with the Instagram photos that he's constantly on Instagram, liking and showing selfies with other girls and stuff, like she still can't quite trust him.
0: Man, social media is tough in new relationships and trying to get on the same page about what is okay and what's not okay and liking other people's posts. And obviously you're not supposed to be DMing people of the opposite sex back and forth when you're in a committed relationship. But th- but it is a very real thing that a lot of people have to deal with, but especially when you put you know a big age difference, a big cultural difference Thousands of miles between two people—it gets complicated. Well, I kind of feel like it, it
1: would depend on what your relationship is with that other person who you're in a significant or you know committed relationship with. Now, if they don't have a problem, like if they're doing the same thing and they both kind of have that same mindset of ah, oh, it's just a like it's a like, then go ahead. But if you know your partner has a problem with it, mm. then all you're doing is antagonizing the situation. When, like you said, it's just a like. So do you have to like it? I mean, if it's just a like, if it's not that big of a deal, then right. why do you have to do it? You know right. what I'm saying? Right. So
0: I don't. These two are never going to make it. Like I said, at the end- End of their last season, I thought they had split up. I didn't even realize that they were still together. And something about the two of them makes me feel like... They're just doing it to be on to the be show on and to be on TV.
1: Well, it's uh, really weird because she's actually going back to Nigeria. Okay. And. Uh, but I feel
0: like that's part of the premise of this show is that a lot of the reason that people agree to do it is because you get paid to do it, right. and they—I I f- would imagine they pay for your plane tickets because I can't imagine
1: people shelling out money
0: you could afford to make that many trips overseas i i have to think that the show is like hey we'll pay for your ticket which is why it's like okay well i'll come on the show if you're gonna pay for my ticket Right?
1: you think of avery who's actually going with her mom so that's two tickets
0: yeah and listen like they live in ohio they look like right. an average american family they're not extremely wealthy and and i even look at nicole and azen as an example when when from if you watch 90 day fiance nicole goes to morocco a couple of times it's she has no job. She or she, she was, was working she, in a coffee shop. She's temp work. Yeah, and and I know like at one point she had her own place and then she was living with her mom and saving money, but those tickets are so expensive. Right. I have to think. I heard they get paid. The Americans get paid $1,000 an episode to be on the show. So if you're on for 12 episodes, you get $12,000. That is another way I imagine that you can pay for this but something about angela and michael just seems very like they just like the attention of being on tv i
1: think so well she uh most recently so what they're doing is remember we saw the uh, original episode and it was like the first hour and then we had to wait for the second half of the premiere mm-hmm. well it looks like what they're doing is they're releasing the first hour of the shows early because i actually already saw the next episode you did
0: not first hour you've already cheated well it just kind of came up Well, then, okay, now I gotta catch up. So (laughs) don't bring up anything until I watch it. Okay. No spoilers.
1: Some good stuff's coming up.
0: Really? Yeah. So she's gonna go. I know that there was a discussion about her trying to have a baby. But, and again, it's something that feels like we have to have a storyline. There's gotta be something interesting about us. So let's.
1: And a baby at 53 with a guy who you barely know, like that just doesn't seem that very you've real. only,
0: the, as far as we know, she's only been to Nigeria that one time. Right. That doesn't really they seem very realistic. And they haven't seen each other off and on since then. They might still be in communication, but yeah, it just doesn't feel like it's even in the realm of possibility. Right. And that's what they're going to try to create their storyline around. Uh, Up next, are we, where are we now? Who else? Have we gone through everyone? We
1: have gone through, oh, except for, you know. Except
0: for my favorite. You know I always save them for last. It's because it's like (laughs) Caesar is 46. He lives in Jacksonville, North Carolina. Maria, 28, lives in the Ukraine. They met on a site called Anastasia Date, which is specifically for introducing American men to Eastern European women. You have to pay to use the service. You buy credits. You send gifts. He says the first part, half of the episode that we had seen prior to last night, he says that he has sent her $40,000 over the past five years. That's $800 per month. He works in a nail salon, so so he's not pulling in thousands of dollars on every paycheck, or at least I can't imagine he is. He
1: probably gets tipped very well because they say he's like the best nail technician in the spot.
0: I, and I don't doubt that. I believe that he's probably very good at what he does, but there's still no way that he has $40,000 to just hand over to somebody else. So where we left off, he has tried to meet up with her twice. The first time she there was an issue, she lost her passport. passport. The second time she missed her flight right. or, or vice versa. And now she's trying to convince him that they need to meet in Mexico at this resort in Mexico and and I miss this part and you were explaining to me what she says is the reason it looks like she's not gonna be able to come so first meet of all, him in Mexico
1: the uh, trip to Mexico is gonna cost about two thousand dollars now they're not specific on if it's two thousand per person or if you know so it's, it's
0: got to be per person
1: or if it's a, uh like a combination of all because what he does is in the episode he goes to his boss And it's like, hey, can I borrow some money for this trip to Mexico? And his boss is like, yo, man, I can't keep lending you money. Everybody in the nail salon, everybody who knows you, keeps telling you the same thing that this person is basically scamming you and is fake. Yeah. And we don't want to see you hurt. Like this is ridiculous. You need to get out of this relationship. Okay. But because you're such a good guy and you're one of my best friends, I'm gonna. We're still
0: gonna enable the behavior.
1: Go ahead and give you this money. We're still going
0: to book you on your Mexican Riviera vacation. But this is it. This is the last time he said this. this
1: (laughs) So he gets the money from his boss and he's super happy and he goes to like, you know, like a Western Union and he wires her. I think it is 2000 at least for her. I mean, her her
0: ticket to fly from the Ukraine to Mexico has got to be at least a thousand fifteen hundred dollars. Right.
1: So he wires her the money. Uh, he's ecstatic. He goes home. He calls her. He's like, "Hey, I sent you the money." He's bought your ticket. He's already bought his ticket. He's already paid for his hotel. He makes this, you know, clear. I've already bought my ticket. I've already paid for the hotel. My ticket's not refundable. Let me call her and see what she's doing. Which I feel like you should have probably checked on her first. But yeah,
0: yeah, you should probably send her the money first. Make sure she books her ticket, and then, then you make right. your travel arrangements.
1: So he calls her up, and she said, "Oh my gosh, did you see the news?" And he's like, what's what's going on? Did you get the ticket? We're, we're we're at war. Ukraine is at war. Russia attacked us. There's martial law. We can't leave the country. And he's like, what?
0: And he just doesn't Google it to see if that's true.
1: She's like, I'll send you the article, which is kind of weird. It's kind of like it would be more than just, a you know.
0: Yeah, you should be able to, a quick Google search should be able to turn up. If Canada
1: up. attacked us, there wouldn't be one specific article about the attack. It'd Correct. Be like, there would be
0: multiple. <laughs> right. I mean, and even though I, you know, news of what happens in the Ukraine isn't widely covered on CNN or you know USA Today or Russia whatever. Russia attacked Ukraine, yeah but we're you know <laughs> at least like the BBC would probably right. cover it.
1: <laughs> so he said well the, but you guys like the war's not happening right now like you should be able to fly like you can't fly out and she's like oh you're not listening and she goes in so she's been getting uh, more and more defensive and more and more kind of
0: mean to him
1: mean to him yes yeah, basically yeah What's going on? Hello. I'm right what's here. What's going
0: on?
1: How are you doing? As so. usual. Okay, so what's going on with Ukraine? I it's pretty dangerous here. Uh, I did some research online, and it says that you can still fly, everything will be okay. Okay. What, is, what does that mean, just okay, or does that mean that you're gonna do it? Well, so why don't you just book your plane ticket to Mexico? I know you can do that. I read the article and everything will be okay. I will try to do it tonight, okay? Okay. You promise? Yes. Don't don't panic, okay? okay?
0: I'm not panic.
1: Yeah, we're gonna have so much fun in Mexico, babe. Are you excited to see me? Yeah.
0: Okay, first of all, that did not sound convincing. Second of all, she's tried to kind of get out of this trip twice at least by saying oh it's not it's too cold for you to come here and it's dangerous and i can't fly out and um but obviously she tells him that she's coming and she books her ticket because he actually goes down to mexico and you see him like unpacking his little bag and he bought her like chocolate underwear and he's like she'll be here tomorrow by this time tomorrow this ring will be on her finger so at some point she must say okay i've booked my ticket
1: right so he's they go back and forth and he says you know it's okay you know you'll be all right and you know just uh hang on and she's like oh yeah great advice you're not what are you gonna do like thanks thanks a lot she's
0: right she's She's basically trying to like push him away is what it feels like it's
1: like when you're with somebody who you want to break up with but you don't want to be the bad guy and so you try to do mean things to him but he's not he's not falling for the okay he's just he's like hey i love you i'm gonna do this don't worry we'll work it out so that's kind of where the uh episode ended And then I can't give you any spoilers. No spoilers about
0: what's going to happen. But I am going to watch the first hour of episode two so that I can get caught up so that we can continue this conversation. And in the meantime, I would highly recommend that you go on Twitter and search for hashtag 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days because the tweets are fire (laughs) this cast is so good and it's it's almost funnier reading people's reaction now that everyone has seen that first full episode to this season's cast i am 1000 percent committed okay of the seven couples let's just do before we go any further okay which of the seven couples do you think Is actually going to make it.
1: Okay. Of the seven couples. uh, The one who has the most chance. Or just any like two, three of them.
0: Yeah. Like who do you think. Has got a good shot so far. (sighs)
1: So I actually feel like. Avery and Omar have a pretty decent shot if he doesn't end up, you know, sending it, selling her to ISIS or something like that. And
0: if she stays committed to right. this very conservative lifestyle. They're pretty
1: close in age range. 19 and 24. And yeah. They do.
0: She's a pretty girl. He's a good looking guy. Right. It so. seems like there is some real potential there.
1: It's a, weir- it's a weird, but it's a real potential. Um, Darcy and Tom, I don't feel like there's any chance. No chance, you. right? Angela and Michael. Just- do you-
0: have you seen in the... Preview where she says she tells him that she loves him and then he doesn't say anything, and he just looks back at I the camera. Like, oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yes.
1: Uh, let's see, Tim and Jennifer. I feel like Tim and Jennifer possibly, possibly,
0: possibly. but but uh, X has got to step is, out, step oh out of the gosh.
1: way. So, uh, I don't know about Benjamin and Akini, I just feel like he's kind of bland and so it might just end up being you know, they might. I actually think
0: and, they might work out, right? I actually do, I, I don't know why, I just feel like. I really want to see
1: Caesar and Maria making.
0: Oh it. my gosh! <laughs> I I, want, I just want them to meet in real life. Yeah,
1: I'd like that at least.
0: I mean, obviously they're not going to live happily ever after, but I would at least like for her to get to Mexico and there be a face-to-face interaction. I but like I don't think that's going to Caesar's going
1: to get his own show on TLC, where it's like finding Maria a dating and they, show.
0: No, he'll get a dating show. I think
1: the finding Maria's first. So first, because he can't, you know, ever meet up with her. They're going to do a show where, where it's all about to trying Ukraine. to find her. <gasps> And then he does, he doesn't, whatever, and then he gets his dating show, like, the next season.
0: I already see a spinoff in the works. All right, 90 Day Fiance, before the 90 Days, we'll be back Sunday night on TLC. We'll be back with a new episode one week from today, Monday, August, whatever that's going to be. I'll look. (laughs) The 12th. The 12th. Until next time, I guess the only advice I would have is just stay off of AnastasiaDate.com.